Welcome to the newsletter by Kat Dow for February 20th, 2024. The more I do this work with you, the more I feel like I'm coming into myself. But the more I come into myself, the more separate I feel from my family, like disconnected. So then I go back to my old ways for connection. I can't find much consistency in being me and feeling permission in that. Ah, the vulnerable words of healing from your family of origin. When I first read this feedback on an email from a client recently who gave me permission to share, I found myself nodding my head and saying, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, been there, sister. To start things off, yes. If we were never made to feel safe to be different from our family, it will feel diabolically unsafe for us to consistently live in our authenticity. If our survival was threatened by the feeling of being disconnected from our families, it will feel like life or death to be true to who we are. This isn't some analytical deep dive into the psyche of a family system, by the way. This is some primal, bodily, somatic shit. I've said this a million times before, but as children, we lack the consciousness and maturity to understand what is happening in our environment. We simply respond as children. If something is scary, we cry. If something is funny, we laugh. And if something feels good, we naturally want more. It's simple for such a complex age in many ways. Before our brains understand, our bodies tell us if we are safe. We base our internal experience off of the external world we are in. So let's venture into the nervous system for a moment. If we know that threats in our environment trigger a fight-flight response, and when those don't work, we resort to fawn or freeze, we are thrown into a dysregulated state. In a dysregulated state, we are hypervigilant to any other threats around us that could potentially keep us in a state of feeling unsafe. We basically throw our thinking brain away and we operate from a primal bodily response. We either get the feeling to run, to hide, to stop, or to negotiate for our safety. Growing up, when you were yelled at for making a mistake, your brain could not understand that your mom was stressed, tired, sleep-deprived, and lonely. So when she yelled at you, you left your brain at the door and your body detected a threat. In that threat, you probably cried and felt scared. That feeling of being scared left you in a dysregulated state and from then on, you knew that if you dropped the milk, you would be in danger. To be clear, we need to leave a lot of space for parents to be human and make mistakes. For what it's worth, all parents make mistakes and we know now that repair does a thousand times more for a child than what's done in the mistake. However, If the yelling is done consistently for many other reasons than just spilled milk, your body will be left in a state of dysregulation and will respond as such. These are some of the first defining moments of our lives where we experience the fight or flight response. Now, let's have you grow up and now you're 13 years old. You tell your parents that you are thinking about becoming a teacher one day and you have these magical dreams of traveling the world, teaching students English. You light up when you talk about this. 
You're connected to your truth and you're vulnerably sharing what's on your heart. Your most interconnected desires at such a young age speak to the truth of who you'd like to become when you get older. As you speak, you can kind of sense in your body this dissatisfaction from your parent who then tells you after you share your truth with them that teachers don't make enough money and who's going to pay for that dream? Better get a job because we're not paying for it. Soul crushed. You may not have realized it in the moment, but speaking your truth becomes unsafe. You're not met with the same hope, joy, and excitement that you had hoped you'd receive going into that conversation. Maybe you attempt this conversation again a few times, met with the same distaste. You start to believe the things that you share aren't important, and you pull away from your parents and stop trying to connect. Fast forward to now, you're an adult. You may have pulled away from your family in many ways because they don't feel safe, but you do still desire that connection with them. Inside you remains that little kid who yearns to experience love and belonging. But you're also on a deeply healing journey understanding you, your family, your inner child, and maybe even tapping back into the truth of who you are and what you actually believe. This is such a magical journey to be on because it's beautiful, raw, and liberating. However, the journey doesn't always feel like it in the midst of it. Because in that journey is a truth, and your truth may have never felt safe. Your body is used to looking for danger, and your brain doesn't trust that safety is available to you. And this, my friend, is where we meet the fork in the road to feeling safe and being who we are. So, how do we get to a place where we feel safe to live in our truth, believe what we truly believe, live as we feel so called to, and heal from the inside out? Sometimes it can feel like an arduous journey taking one step forward and then three steps back. But with the list I've created below... You can come back to these practices daily to create a newfound, consistent sense of feeling safe in your body. Practice number one, journaling. I know everyone harps on this practice, but there is a deeply somatic benefit to mindfully moving through your thoughts as you lay them out on a piece of paper. As your hand writes each letter and connects to each thought, you are moving the energy of your feelings. It's also incredibly supportive in weeding through all of your thoughts and helping you organize and tune into how you feel about certain places, people, situations, experiences, etc. If you find yourself in resistance to putting pen to paper, try putting on the linked peaceful meditation playlist on Spotify, light a candle or some incense, and name three emotions you're feeling. Write them down and elaborate. See where it takes you. Practice number two. Try moving through some box breathing before speaking your truth to someone. Maybe even place a hand over your heart as you breathe. This will help soften any dysregulation happening in the body by bringing a sense of presence, safety, and connection within through your breath and calming down the alarms going off inside of you. Inhale for four counts. Hold for four counts. 
exhale for four counts and hold again for four counts and repeat that. Try this for three to five rounds and then see if you feel a sense of peace and openness to say how you feel, even if it comes out in a blubbery jumbled sentence. Start with I feel and go from there. Practice number three. The most challenging but rewarding practice of them all is the exercise of speaking your truth to yourself in the mirror. Sometimes I like to place my hand on the mirror as if I'm connecting with my own hand on the other side. I'll even place my other hand over my heart and just take a deep exhaled sigh. Talk to you. Be with you. And use a tone of voice that feels loving, nurturing, warm, and caring. Say it a few times until you start to move through the discomfort and your truth starts to feel safe. Although this practice is confronting, it connects you with you and helps you visually co-regulate with yourself as you quite literally watch yourself respond to the words coming out of your mouth. Much like Louise Hay says in her book literally called Mirror Work, Mirror work is the most effective method I've found for learning to love yourself and see the world as a safe and loving place. And we all love our angel Louise. You can get to a place where being who you are feels safe. It takes a hundred baby steps of moving forward over a consistent period of time until one day you notice that your body has learned a new way. That all the practice you've put in has created progress. And maybe one day, you show up to that family reunion and you feel safe to be who you are. And although you may feel nervous, you have come to accept yourself, to believe what you believe to be true, and come home to feeling safe in your body in a way that feels healing, liberated, and full of love. Remember, you are worth the time and effort it takes to rebuild new neural pathways and heal. With love and gratitude, Kat.